Instagram has now launched its new take-a-break notification feature, officially launched in Canada on Tuesday. It comes in the wake of damning internal research released by a whistleblower earlier in the year showing very negative mental health impacts on teenage users. Uh, The head of Instagram said, proud of the platform. Uh, I'm sure that it, uh, you know, quote, I'm proud of the platform. It's a place where teens can spend time with the people they care about, explore their interests, and explore who they are. Now, this comes as the head of Instagram prepares to testify today before the Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation to talk more about this and what it really means for our teens. I have two of them, and they're online all the time. Dr. Alec Kouros joins me now. He's a professor of educational technology and media at the University of Regina. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. What, what's your reaction to this? I know it was previously announced that this would come into place. Now it is in place. Is this a PR exercise by Facebook, which owns Instagram, or something deeper? Oh, I, I don't think it's much deeper than than a PR, a PR exercise. Um, you know, they could have done this sort of thing a long time ago, responded to some of the internal research. Um, and even, even with this feature, it's not going to have much effect. Uh, I, I've seen other commentators uh, discuss this, you know, being similar to, uh, you know, a casino telling you to, you know, try another machine. Uh, I think of the same type of feature in you know, VLTs that uh, will remind you after 60 minutes to, you know, to maybe, uh, you know, suggest that you might stop uh, using or scrolling through Instagram. Uh, I don't know if anyone of Instagram has ever had children before, but, you know, it's it's hard at the best of times to get them to do something a bit different. I'm not sure a notification is going to do much uh, for their use of uh, Instagram. I have two teenagers, and, and they're not much into Instagram, but my goodness, trying to pry them away from TikTok. TikTok, yeah. virtually <laughs> impossible. And this Absolutely. was my first reaction, too, is like, they're not... I mean, I understand that teenagers are just, you know, by and large, not going to listen to their parents, but there's nothing I can seem to do to tear tear it away from them. You know, a a message from Instagram isn't going to do the trick either. Absolutely not. Um, And this takes, you know, a lot of a discussion. It takes uh, ground rules uh, throughout uh, throughout their childhood, Um, you know, a slow release into social media. There's something on the uh, internet uh, called Gregory's iPhone contract, and it was by a mother who actually decided to uh, give her son Gregory an iPhone, and she set out some guide guidelines. And I think it's very useful for any of your uh, audience who's listening to you know to Google it, take a look, to consider um, you know creating a contract for your child uh, as they go into Instagram. This is you know this is something that social media companies have created. They're not going to necessarily solve it because it's their bread and butter to stay on screen, to keep on scrolling uh, eventually and to create lifetime users of this of the service. That That's so interesting. Uh, Gregory's iPhone contract. Um, I'll definitely be looking that up. Here's, here's the challenge that I face, and I think a lot of parents in the same, face, same place. Um, I, I had controls. I had, you know, some kind of framework of of restrictions and social media use, and then the pandemic hit, and it's now Lord of the Flies. Um, right. Can you put the genie back in the bottle? Uh, probably not. And it's been this way since we've had, um, you know, cell phones, mobile phones. They're very difficult to control to see what's happening other than outright taking away the internet altogether or data. Um, you know, there was a time where the best advice from experts was to 
put a computer when we only had desktop computers somewhere in the common area so you could see, <laughs> yeah, you know, so you could see what kids are doing. And then kids figured out very quickly to put POS uh, in, in the chat, which meant parent over shoulder. So there was always ways of getting around these, uh, you know, these restrictions. But having, you know, bringing a device to every child in their bedrooms, allowing them to take it into their bathroom, uh, bathroom with them, into the bath, into the bedroom with them, um, you know, it, it creates uh, opportunities for some really bad behavior uh, and bad habits overall. Uh, and so I think it's it's very difficult to go back to a time where we're we're not seeing our children or adults uh, in in the same household doing the same thing, scrolling endlessly through these through these sites uh, like TikTok and Instagram. And Instagram, of course, has really copied a lot of what TikTok is doing lately. So they've even amplified um, the sort of the the, um, the toxicity and the uh, the addictiveness of the tool. Well, it's extremely concerning, and and it's something that I I know I fight with, and I set a bad example myself because it seems difficult to you know shout at my kids to put down the phone while you know there I am ch- checking Twitter myself. Uh, Doc, appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That is Dr. Alec Kors, who is a professor of educational technology and media at the University of Regina, talking about this new take a break feature on Instagram. Take a break. What is it, like a nice light snack? Go get a Kit Kat.